All right. Welcome back to the String Bean Podcast. My name is Kyle Gibbs. Today I am joined by my teammate and team captain, Derek. What's What's up, guys? What the is up, everybody? (laughs) I hope that comes across on the mic. It was a little quiet. I hope so. I think it probably will. Yeah. Um, Yeah. This is season three, episode three, I think, maybe four. I think it's three. I don't remember. It's okay. It's okay. We'll find out at some point. Numbers don't exist. Yeah. So we are, we're doing a little fancy thing where we have two mics set up. I've never done this. I'm giving it a shot. And we've like Jimmy rigged his, his, you know, UC USB divider and messed around with his laptop settings, probably damaging it irreparably, but no, 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 it's it's okay. I think it's fine. Send him money because his laptop's going to be destroyed. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> uh, the, the weird thing is, like, your mic probably isn't picking up my voice very much, but yeah. mine is definitely picking yeah. up yours at we'll least a little bit. We'll so I'll probably, I'll, I'll just need to figure out. I just whispered into my mic the whole time like this. No. Would that be better? Oh, okay. No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hopefully this comes out fine. Um, if not, just like we did, yeah, came out fine, fine-ish. Get it? Buttons. Are you talking about just like? So what are we talking about today, Kyle? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, we'll probably talk about track a bit, and then school and stuff. Derek goes to UCSD also. Boy, do I! He sure does. Been going here for a hundred years. Hundred years. Uh. Your fourth year. Yeah, I, I can talk about. I can introduce myself. Yeah, to go your ahead. Listeners. Yeah. Hi, everybody out there. My name is Derek. Uh, I'm a fourth year captain on Kyle's track team, and it is Kyle's track team. Oh. <laughs> he he kind of runs the show. But uh, I'm a sprinter, and uh, recently uh, recently started long jumping as well. You know, going against the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Um, but yeah, it's a good time. Um, been here is my fourth year here been here a long time seen a lot of stuff been through a lot of stuff scotritons scotons dude scotritons um yeah we're gonna talk about sports today probably some of kyle's exciting new academic decisions oh god talk a bit about music too yeah we actually just i'm in a i'm in an introductory film course because one of my minors is uh, film and media production and you have to take the same introductory film course as different names a thousand times because teaching art is kind of weird. But I just shot part of my final for that class, which was Mr. Gibbs here playing. Uh, do you say your last name on this podcast? Or you're not supposed to say your last no, name? No, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm Kyle like, like, I know where he is. We already said your university. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys know quite it a bit him, about it. It was him playing say. some guitar, and it was, it was beautiful. It was awesome, and he did amazing. Even though my camera was like in his face, oh, and got his hands over his shoulders. Thank you. I don't know if anyone on the that listens has ever heard Kyle play, but you should put some audio of you playing in an episode sometime. I don't really know how to edit things very well. No, like it would just have to be me playing, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, and I almost did that. Like season two, I was gonna start every episode with like a little jam, and I was like, I'm gonna run out of things very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's just my goal was like release music yeah. at some point. Yeah. 
and that just hasn't happened yet. Yet is the keyword. Yet, yeah, it's going to happen. it is, and um, I don't know like what where I stand officially in terms of Ada's band, yeah, and Asalia's band, yeah. and Daniel's band. Yeah. They reached out to you, right? They yeah, like hey, like, you weren't like oh, like they were like we would like you to come and like jam with us and see if you'd be like a, a good fit, right? Yeah, so. Otto Which folks? Was he's a, a good teammate. fit for everything. What'd you say? I was talking to the folks at home. I said, you're a good fit for everything. Oh, you're so thank thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're so thank you. You're so thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, Otto was on the team last year. She ended up quitting. Um, but she is like the, not like the best, but she is the best bass player I've ever met in my life. Oh, yeah. She's very good. She's awesome. I've seen some clips of her playing. I've never gotten to see her play live, but. It's incredible. She told me when we were at Northridge last year competing, she was like, oh, you start playing bass? Like, yeah, she goes, I play. So I wanted to like pick up some stuff from her and I never got around to it. So I don't know. You know I might ask her this summer. Like, you remember me from last year? <laughs> I know you quit the team, but I need to learn better how to play bass better. She's so good. She is very, very good. She went to a school for that, right? Like she went to like a... I think so i don't know she went know. to some because i went down this rabbit hole this was like right when i first started playing and i found out she played she went to she went to, i don't know if it was like an extracurricular i hope she's listening to this it's just us talking about all this like in me internet stalking her but she went to at least like she was like tagging this post about like some place like school of rock mm. which is funny because i was i think i was looking for like the jack black something related to the movie with jack black in it and i was like i know her <laughs> That's I wasn't look I wasn't even looking for Anna. I was looking for like this place. Yeah. And I was like, I know that girl. She's on my track team. Whoa, she looks familiar. She yeah she, she rocks out dude. She can jam. Yeah. Yeah. No, we jammed like once or twice last year, and it was incredible. Like, I think I just had my acoustic. I didn't even bring my amp. Um, but she brought her her little amp in a suitcase. Yeah. And we went to. Just some random hallway in Muir, like like 10 p.m. Yeah. and just plugged in and jammed for like an hour and a half. That's so awesome. It was amazing. That's so sick. Yeah, it was really really good. And that was kind of like, we had APU at all the same times last year, yeah. so we got like relatively close yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, APU was like our weight room last year, and we it were, was it was Division One PE. Yeah. Is literally what it was. It Every, was not even Division One PE. For those of you that play sports or do sports. At the very least, a high school level, you understand that like when you get serious about a specific sport, you tend to specialize weight training for that sport. And uh, APU was a response to this little thing called COVID. I don't know if you guys are familiar. But basically, it was like they wanted us doing some form of lifting, whether it was calisthenic, whether it was kettlebell, all this stuff. But we were all kind of doing the same stuff. But it was these outdoor hour-long yeah, they're it's like pretty much hour. like an advanced PE class. Yeah, which is better than nothing, but we got tired of it kind of quick. <laughs> yeah, it just it was never good. Like the workouts weren't super easy. A lot, of, a lot of them were, yeah. but like they were hard for the wrong reasons. Yeah. At least for track. Yeah, well, it's tough when we had we would have them before like conditioning too. It's, oh It's God. tough to overload on like kettlebell squats and then go to yeah. like stadium sprints because it's like you're engaging the same muscles. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's not like a, it's not, on, you know, that wasn't really on anybody. It was like the best they could do with the resources. But that's like, that's why I went out and bought my own barbell at Dick's and I bought a $200 weight rack at Walmart. I built my garage. And yeah. I just like lifting heavy things. 
I am very strong. My name I is would, Derek. I, I, I may or maybe won't go that far, but I just I like that. You are incredibly strong. Derek does pull-ups with like my entire body weight hanging That's, off of them. What are you, 100 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> you, you're lighter than you look, boy. With two-thirds of my body there weight. You <laughs> and we'll just bust out reps. And I don't think... Maybe Blake can also do that. I've watched him. It's because he's a lot heavier than me. He can't. He okay. could. Yeah. But because the reason I... I mean, I'm saying this, and now Blake's going to hear this and be like, watch me pull up a truck. <laughs> Blake's a Herculean teammate of ours. But, uh... I've told you how I got into, like, just crazy, like, how I got into pull-ups is, like, it's such a dumb thing to say. Was it just rock climbing? No, it wasn't even. It was, uh, after my freshman year, so back when you were just a twinkle in the eyes Mm -hmm. in high school. I'm kidding, you were already, you were a sophomore when I was a freshman year, right? You were a sophomore in high school? Or you you were junior in high school, because you're two years younger than me. Yeah. So you're junior year. Yeah. I, going into college... I didn't start lifting weights until, meaning like like lifting weights. Like I'd been to gyms, but I did, I was never taught how to lift weights nor how to like really see progress in like a like a weight room until I really pestered my sprints coach in high school to be like, hey, like I love sprinting, but I'm a hundred and thirty pounds, mm. and if you look at any high level sprinters, which is something I would like to be, they lift. And my coaches were of the opinion that, you know, one of them was a freshman football coach as well, and the other was an older gentleman. who I love them both. They're both awesome dudes. But they're both like, lifting makes you tight. And I'm like, all, all exercise makes you tight. Like, that's yeah. not. Like, that's are you talking lifting. about tightness right now, coach? I'm I like, can't walk. I'm like, I'm like I, I'm a sprinter. Correct. Yeah. So I eventually started going to these, like, one-on-ones. And then it was more like just the varsity guys in me because I kind of got them to go with me with my weights coach in high school who was the throws coach. Awesome dude, Coach Walrath. Coach, if you ever hear this, you're the fucking best. That's the only F up I'm gonna drop for the rest of this episode because he's awesome. Uh, he's coaching at one of our rival high schools now, and I, I'm hoping they're doing amazing because he's the best. But put on like 15, 15 to seventeen pounds in like four months. Dang, okay. For that, uh, which was cool. But then I had to relearn how to run because I had all this upper body mass that I didn't have before. Yeah. So sort of lifting weights. Fast forward to end of senior year of high school, I ended up getting like the one of the worst flus of my life, and my wisdom teeth were like coming through in the same month. So there was like a four week period where I was not consuming food. Like I was, but it was at such a rate, or I'd throw it up, or I couldn't chew. Yeah, this is like during like graduation, like you know, like grad oh. night. So I'm just like I be, I look like a Tim Burton character. I I lost all the weight. Yeah, I went down from I went from like one fifty five to like one forty. So I came into UCSD at 140, and then I ran into the year, and I my body was kind of falling apart. Mm-hmm. And then a teammate of ours, Cobbin, who's a, who's a stud, he was like, hey, me and some of my boys from my high school football and track team do like these fitness challenges over the summer. Um, you seem like the kind of person who'd want to be into that, because I talked with Cobbin for her. He's like, if you're down, let me know. I'll add you to the group chat. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, put me in. And what it was, was on top of your regular uh, summer training with, like, track and, like, weights. And he's like, it's a 90-day circuit with a three-day repeating cycle. Hmm. So each day of the three-day cycle, you would do 200 reps of a specific exercise on top of whatever else you're doing. So day one was 200 push-ups. Day two was 200 pull-ups. That's where pull-ups come in. And day three was a core exercise called flutter kicks where it kind of works on your hip. You know flutter kicks. Yeah. 
Um, so day first day ever trying that amount of pull ups, I went to the Remax gym, which is our public gym on campus, and I was able to do 120 in about an hour and a half. <laughs> I was grunting, barely getting them up, and I had to go to class because it's there too long. Oh. I came back to the gym at like 8:30, got the last 80 in. Next day, couldn't lift my hands over my no. head. Day after that, super sore. The day after that, I had to do it again. Yeah. And then I do it again and again and again. And by the end of it, doing, what, it's 200 by 30, so it's, what, 6,000? Something like that. I was able to do the 200 push-ups, pull-ups, and flutter kicks all together in, like, 25 minutes, 24 minutes. And I don't do crazy amounts of pull-ups anymore like that. Yeah. I probably will this summer. Probably not 200 every three days, but, like... Ever since then, my back's just like, yeah, no, I can do a shit ton of pull-ups. Like, I probably, you know, it'd probably be harder for me to do 200 right now. Yeah. But I can do, like, I just got so used to just being in that shitty, like, oh, my God, ah. <laughs> just, of like, pull-ups now. It's like, I don't feel regular pull-ups as much anymore. I have to either add weight or do, like, a really high number to mm. feel any. But, yeah, man, it's crazy how, like, body weight, high rep, that's all you, like, that's all you need. Yeah. Like, weights are cool, but like mastering the push-up and the pull-up which i have not i'm not saying i've done that yeah but those two dude change do the change everything it's crazy <laughs> it's so fun no i remember like this is very tame compared to that 200 every three days is ridiculous it's also not like i would not recommend that for anyone at home mm-hmm. because like it really kind of like i had to go in and get like sports recovery shit done on my lats because they get so tight because I didn't know how to roll my lats out. Yeah, so it's I'd not get something they teach you. And I'd be like, it, they'd be like dark navy, <laughs> purplish blue. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing, don't worry. Don't worry about it. I'm Definitely not doing 200 push-ups I'm going every through my, my villain arc. I'm going through my, <laughs> my gym arc right now. <laughs> oh, man. But they're good for you, man. I love pull-ups. Yeah. They're just a super kick-ass functional exercise. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm I'm still not like amazing at pull ups, but I'm definitely much better you than I used to be. Better than most people. <laughs> Thank you. On the planet. Thank you. You have to be. Yeah. I don't know if you've said this on the podcast yet, but Kyle just PR'd in the in his pole vault a few weekends ago. Yeah. And he just now he's officially on our university's top ten all time list. Sure am. Knocking off Ben. Ben. Whatever his last name is. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it, but <laughs> take that, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, Ben. Have um, fun being lost in history forever. Yeah, nice job being 11th, bro. Um, That's <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah, I thought that Gibbs kid that broke it was cool, but then he heard, listened to his podcast. No. And he was kinda... <laughs> no, this this isn't how I react to doing good things, no. but I just think it's funny. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, so, oh yeah, pull-ups. I was like okay at them when I was very small and didn't weigh anything mm-hmm. because you know i didn't weigh anything yeah so pull-ups weren't very difficult yeah and then i started gaining a little bit of weight and just like got worse at them i never got to the point where i could do like it's not that you got worse at them it's just you weren't training to sustain with your body weight you yeah. were like yeah. yeah yeah they just got harder yes okay yeah you that's, were carrying more weight that's accurate yeah uh and i, I never got to the point where i could like not do five yeah or yeah. like even 10 probably if yeah. i was really exerting do, myself do i don't do like right now 
No, right now I can. I'm saying like before, like oh, yeah, when yeah. I started okay. gaining yeah. weight. Yeah. But um, like that's that's still not like incredible. That's probably a little bit better than average, like five to ten pull ups. Most people can't do pull ups. <laughs> you talk to any like adult man, a lot of them are like, yeah, I could do like two or oh, three. Well, you know, which is a bummer for like the average high school athlete. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but I started rock climbing. Yeah. And oh yeah, you did. Within like, I would go two or three times a week. Yeah. Within like two months, I could bust out pull ups so much yeah. better. I wish like, you guys could see this kids' forearms. They're crazy. They're not. They're crazy, dude. <laughs> they're most people. The who vascularity to this. is insultingly sick. Thanks. Thank you. If only it this was guy like is a mosquito's best daydream. Wow. A starving mosquito in a desert pictures. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't. The, the funny thing is, if I ever have to get an IV, they go away. I just don't have any. Yeah, they go, nope. Yeah, nope. It's it's purely I psychological. Say, I have pretty visible veins too. Yeah. Nurses love me. Okay. Because like my mom has really hard to find veins, mm-hmm. and they're always like giving her shit. She's like, that's just I can't control that. <laughs> like you're kind of hard to draw blood from and she's like maybe be better at your job whoa she doesn't say that but yeah she thinks it. well yeah but i'm always like right here right here babe and mm-hmm. they're like oh, look at your veins and i'm like yeah it's whatever last time i got my blood drawn i don't know if i was super dehydrated or if i had just come back from ap it was last year yeah when we were doing the like yeah. um whatever covid like blood test thing um for the antibodies oh yeah and they drew your blood and like this one, I, I can't tell you guys which one it is. It's one of them that is in my forearm. Yeah. Um, it was a few. popping out <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> and it was like, she got she got it in first try, which has never happened before. And you're like, wow. Yeah. I was, I was thinking like, I didn't say anything, but then she kind of looked at me. She's like, nice. And I was like, thank you. Oh my gosh. I've been working doing? on what it. Do, what are you doing after this? Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? What do you what do you give IVs for fun? What are you phlebotomist or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm a lobotomist. <laughs> I've actually gotten a lobotomy for my birthday every year. See, I know what that is, but I can't remember what that is. It's probably because of all the lobotomies you've had. Wow. Isn't a lobotomy when they take part of your brain out? I think so. Yeah. Well, lo- I just lobotomy? I was just referencing a very obscure internet bit that Kiosk and I like, where it's just it's by this content creator we listen to, but the guy's like it's like this character who's he's like 25 and he. He's gotten a lobotomy on every birthday, so he's just like so much of his brain's missing. He's like, I love getting lobotomies; they're so good. I've had so many. <laughs> he's just like he can't talk. <laughs> it's a. Um, I don't know if it takes any parts of the brain out, but it like it makes them unable to function. Because I think. I mean, I can't really check because the lobotomy or a leucotomy is a form of psychosurgery that involves severing connections in the brain's prefrontal cortex. The surgery causes most of the connections to and from the prefrontal cortex, the anterior part of the frontal lobe's brain to be severed. Okay. Because I've seen, I've heard it where it's people, they get severed or sometimes parts of the brain get like taken out. Well, that would probably be like a lobectomy. Yeah. But I mean, I, I've only heard it in the context of when like that was like a new thing and they mm. thought it was going to solve everything. It was yeah. like, oh, he's crazy. Let's give him a lobotomy. Let's let's just put a knife in his head. Yeah, back in 2015 when they yeah. did that, every <laughs> <laughs> you know, seven years ago. Um. 
Anyway, backtracking to where we were, Ada was my AP. <laughs> <laughs> she was like my APU partner kind of thing. We're like, we had all the same times. They were like a bunch of different. Yeah. You know, they're an hour and they have to get like, was it? 600 something. Yeah. Almost 700 kids. To, yeah. In, in like the four or five hours they do it. Right. Yeah. So. But yeah, Ada and I were like on the same schedule. So we had like every single APU together. And we'd do all the workouts, like, right next to each other and stuff. Because you're, like, you're in your little COVID square. Where, like, <laughs> they would set up, like, soccer cones in a square that was, like, what do you say? Like, 10 feet by 10, 15 feet by 15 probably, feet? Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. Um, and you could not leave. You had to enter your square. In our, you had to walk down an aisle. You couldn't, like, oh cross another square. It was so silly. Like, I get the, I get it. I'm not mad at them, but, like, that was, that very, was, silly. That was very silly. That was very silly. That was very silly. That was so silly. So anyway... Um, so we got pretty close and then she being the insane, incredible music, musician she is, has been in bands and stuff. Um, and she formed a band with one of the cross country girls, Asalia and some drummer guy. Um, his name Who's is Daniel. Asalia, Sky's roommate. Really? Yeah. Keep talking. Um, and Asalia sings very well. Otto plays bass I very well. I, I thought, I didn't know that she cried. I thought it was Asalia. That's, that's not related. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I so they, they had a band. band. That's so sick. Yeah. With some other kid playing guitar, and he was pretty good. They they played me one of their recordings, and he's he's good. He can do things yeah. that are difficult to do, so good for him. But um, for whatever reason, like, he, he couldn't, like, I don't even. I don't know if they kicked him out or if he left or whatever. But they needed a new guitarist. Yeah. And he was um, removed from the picture. In some way or another, I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> but yeah, so Ada texted me. She's like, "Hey, do you want to come jam with me and my homies?" And I was like, "Sure." And um, I didn't realize that it was like a band and they were needing a new guitarist, but I just like went and jammed. You were, you got, you got tricked into an audition. Yeah, a little bit. Like <laughs> I, I get there and Otto's like, Hey, so I forgot to tell you, but like we need a new, new guitarist and I think you're really good. And you know, we just, we want to see if you would be down. And I was like, okay, let's jam and let's just see. Yeah. Um, so we jammed. It was really fun. We yeah. played one of my songs yeah. nice. that I have written. And what was the um, one you showed me? The, the Jane one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We played that. It was it was really good. Having other instruments, it was fantastic. I really liked how that sounded. Um, hopefully that will be recorded at some point and you guys will be able to hear that sort of thing. And I'll shoot the music video for you. Whoa, Boom. you will. That's Boom. crazy. Music video. I didn't even think about Boom, that. Boom, bitch. Yeah, take that. Um, take that, Ben. ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. No, actually, sorry, Ben. But sorry. Like, <laughs> hey, Ben, we're sorry. Ben, we didn't mean it. Yeah. If only you were, like, number nine. If only you were still with us, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> now you're relegated to 11th. <laughs> if only you weren't 10 before, if it was somebody else that was at 10. Um, I beat him by one centimeter. <laughs> I think that's so funny. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so we jammed. It was really fun. And I don't know that if I'm, like, officially, like, in the band or if I'm just, like, I play guitar with them sometimes. Yeah. But I think that's just kind of how they are is like they play music together sometimes. Yeah. It's not like we practice at Wednesdays yeah. and Fridays yeah. this time. It's yeah. like, can we this week? I don't know. Like, you guys should have set up some kind of... Do you like performing? 
I do. I haven't in a long time, yeah. and like in yeah. front of a bigger crowd. Because I, I know people like like I talked to Jack, right? Because mm-hmm. you know how new I am to like stringed instruments. Right? Yeah, I've performed my whole life, hmm. whether it be theater, or music, whatever. Whether people wanted to listen or not, yeah, I was there. But with stuff like that, the second I started getting into it, I was like, well, we could put together like a, like me Yoder, like you know, just jamming and see if, like yeah, Yoder plays drums. Right? Yeah, and my idea was like, you know what? I don't need a band, but it's like if we can get like guys in the team and just get three songs mostly down, yeah. just to have, and I want to do it next year. But I talked to Jack, and Jack just Jack does not like playing guitar for people. Okay. Not that he gets like he doesn't get like nervous. He's just like I just don't play it for that reason. Yeah. I don't like. It's not just something I'm interested in. And I was like, are you sure? Because <laughs> he can use you. <laughs> but it's just not his thing. So it's like... Yeah. Because I've never... Because I, you know, I haven't gotten to see you play in front of a group of people. Yeah. Like, I haven't played in front of more than maybe, like, five people in a very long yeah. time. Did I tell you what happened to me yesterday at rehearsal? Uh, no. We're going to go back to what you just said. But... Okay. This is gonna make you laugh. Oh so, wait, is it the? I think you you were telling me this in the locker room. Yeah, how but, everyone had to listen to me sing. Yeah, I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, "What am I gonna do? Quit is what I did. Oh not, my not god, because, I didn't quit because of that. I quit because of other stuff. But yeah, man, like it's one thing too to like. It is one thing to like play on your own because you're just having fun and you're like learning, mm-hmm. but to like have like a preset like groove you have to fall into yeah that's it's gotta be so sick yeah yeah i don't know like yeah. who's does is does is it asalia 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 if you hear this forgive me i thought your name was asalia forgive me for mispronouncing the a um she's a singer yeah she sings and plays cello i, I know that's she sings and plays cello mm-hmm. let me have to show her this now we're just dude this went from hyping auto up now it's her yeah that's so sick Daniel's if you hear out. this, that's so sick. Daniel, I don't know you, but you sound cool, man. His drums are very good. Yeah, he smashes those bad boys. He hits them on time. Ra-da-da. He hits them like right at the, at the right times when we're playing in a certain tempo. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Very nice. That's that's what drumming is, isn't it? Is your <laughs> he hits the boxes things at the right time. He does. And and no, actually like You hit those funny metal you rubber bands kab- on your thing. Um <laughs> No, we were we were jamming, and he had a really good idea um, that we all kind of were collectively, like mentally getting to, and he just got there first. Yeah. Where, like, while we're we're jamming, um, if everyone else stopped and he just did like a drum fill, yeah. And then Ada came back in on the bass. Oh yeah. And then Asalia with the cello, and then me with guitar, like in yeah. that order. Yeah. Cause like. That was fun. That was significant because when the song started, it was my song. So I started, and then Asalia came in, and then Ada came in, and then so if you Dan had a break. That was just drums, then drums and bass, and then drums, and bass, cello, and then drums, and bass, cello, and guitar. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was like yeah. it was just that, and then coming back full circle yeah. Oh, yeah. to that. That's sick, dude. With like a different drum beat, and then yeah. as I came in, we went back to the normal verse. Yeah. And, um, in that moment, like. We tried it like twice, and the first time we did it, second time we did it, and um, the second time he like he did a, a slightly different fill at the end, yeah, and it like made yeah. some light bulbs turn on my did brain. Did you record any of the session? We got like a voice memo mm, type of good. thing. That's good. Yeah, I can show you it after. Yeah. What would be a worthy investment if you guys keep doing that? Is even just get like a GoPro, mm-hmm. because like if you have a take where you're like, holy, like that's it. You have it, yeah, and you can like try to replicate it. 
Because some the one of the most frustrating things, and I guess this is just the nature of like any like making anything, is like sometimes you do it, and you're like that's it, mm-hmm. but you don't have a transcription of it. Yeah. Or it's like to find that place again, you have to get back, and you're like, okay, I gotta go back. Mm. And by the time you're there, it's something cool, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, because it's not as organic. Yeah. Yeah. Which is tough, man. Uh, but yeah, so like that that last drum fill that he did slightly differently set off like a light bulb chain in my head where I was like, dude, you know what you should do? Like, you should like lift up your, your foot on the hi-hat. Like, you know <laughs> you know that thing that drummers do? Like, He's like I, <laughs> yeah, I do. I played drums for like a year or yeah. two. Like, that's when I started playing music. Yeah. I had a drum set. It was really fun. But like, I'm not a good drummer. Yeah. So me trying to articulate like what I was trying to say and he was just kind of following me and then he did it yeah. like super quickly. It was really, Which really cool. he's a really good drummer. Yeah. Because he could take you and be like, but then th- this, and yeah. he's like, oh, you mean, super and you're like, that's exactly That's what, what I was meant. saying. That's yes, exactly you did it. Yeah. Um, and then we put it all together. It sounded very, very nice. Um, and I sang in front of them. I don't usually do that. I know. You, you have well. a lovely singing voice. Thank you. So I do you. Yeah, it's you heard I was faking it. Were you? I was faking. You were faking a really voice. good singing voice. Yeah, yeah. it's a talent of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm really good at pretending to be good at things yeah. when I do. But things. in actuality, I'm bad. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like that's just kind of like the self-deprecating nature of being good at something. Yeah. It's like, oh, this isn't actually what you I'm. You know what doing. it is? I don't think like, like this is gonna get in the era of like because I when I say I have a I don't have a good singing voice, I'm lying. I think I sound cool. I absolutely think that's not cool. But yeah. I don't practice singing, mm-hmm. nor do I have any, like, well, I'm not even training. I don't have a reason to, like, I don't practice. My practice is hitting new notes in my car rides in between yeah. the house, especially because I live so far from campus now. Mm-hmm. Like, the summer, I remember being able to start opening, like, getting higher notes. It was literally, I was just screaming, like, all rock songs <laughs> in the car on my drive home from work at, like, 11.30 at night. Because the more, it literally, it is, like, it's a muscle. You yeah. just have to practice it. But mm-hmm. I, uh, yesterday you heard my stage voice. Yeah. Which, the one thing I dislike a lot, I mean, not dislike, just about musical theater is and this is I think just the nature of the medium is like when you sing you have to be very clear and enunciate mm-hmm. which is it's imperative to the narrative right Whoa. it's very necessary yeah that people understand what you're saying because if you're up there and you're like they're like how is this progressing the story what's yeah. what's happening but like in like music like just regular music if someone was singing one of your favorite songs but they were taking all the flavor out of how they sound. Like, you listen to Pink Floyd, and it's just some guy over-enunciating consonants and speaking it. It's like, that's not yeah, the same thing, you know? So I've been trying to learn how to, like, add a little bit of flair to when I sing. But yesterday, I had to take all of it off because it was yeah. just hitting notes. I got it on yesterday. I'm like... So what ha- What we're talking about is I was in a musical thing yesterday. I was, in a, I was in a rehearsal, and I ended up having to drop it today due to conflicts. But I was singing a song from a Disney Channel original movie... And I'm up there, and I'm, you know, I'm saying it, and then my buddy Jake, super cool kid, is, like, to the lady that's, like, the lady, meaning the other student who's, like, cueing me in and giving me, like, cues. She has, like, the piano app on her phone, because we couldn't bring the keyboard that mm. day. So she's like, here's where you come in, and I'm like, ah, and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> and then Jake goes, he has to go down an octave, it's written in an octave lower. 
And she's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And she's like, oh, come in here. And I'm like, I, I, I can't <laughs> Wait, that was like, at least just from what I heard, that sounded like a very good octave yeah, yeah. between. <laughs> see, the... see, it's like I have all I have all form and no means. We yeah. talked about this. Like when we knew, I was over here last time and we were like, I was playing on bass. Yeah. And you were teaching me, you're like, have you learned pentatonic scale? And I'm like, pentatonics, the acapella group from YouTube? <laughs> like, no, like that's where they get the name from. Like. I'd say I'd say for music I I'd say I have a decent ear, yeah. but I don't know what anything is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I have general ideas, but I have to like learn basic naming of things. Well, maybe like what I'm thinking right now is perhaps you have like perfect pitch and just don't know it yet. That'd be terrifying. Because that'd I'd be have really to cool. Use it. That'd be so cool. It's even funnier as I was watching a video on that last night. Mm-hmm. I was uh, very sleepy. Let's just say very sleepy. Yeah. Last night. And I was listening. I was, like, in that state in between. You know, I was, like, semi-conscious. Mm-hmm. And I was drifting off. And I'm, I'm on you. I'm just mindlessly scrolling. And it's, like, see, see, click this video if you th- want to find out if you're tone deaf. Oh, that's in my suggestion. Yeah, I, I haven't watched, watched it. it. I and watch I was it. getting all of them right. Really? And even, even higher, it was, like, they were doing relative pitch. It would be, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven. You know. Yeah. And it'd play... Uh, 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 and it's like one, five, three, you have to guess it. And I was like so close. Really? I got every one except one, I think. Dang. So I, if, if I don't have perfect pitch, which it's one out of like every 10,000 people, mm-hmm. I could just have really good. Yeah. No, there's, theory. there's different. It's like, I wouldn't say it's exactly like a spectrum, but it kind of is yeah. where there's like good relative pitch and you can just have a good ear Yeah. or you can be completely tone deaf, yeah. which is, I think. Being completely tone deaf is even more rare than having perfect pitch. Yeah. Just because it's like humans, I think evolutionarily are just so. Can you imagine being ready totally for tone music? deaf and you just can't tell things? And you shit all the voices up. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. That I think a lot of dogs are. Yeah. Like cats aren't. Cats like. Music. If you're out there and you're tone deaf, I don't mean to. <laughs> I don't mean to be like a like a jerk. I just. It's it's different when you like know what it's like not it's like the same thing as like you know it's like imagine being colorblind yeah. i don't see colors but if you're born colorblind you don't you have a very specific way of viewing color and it's like yeah. knowing what that's it's the whole perception thing like yeah. if you have nothing to compare it to then it really doesn't matter that much yeah. um yeah i think that'd be that'd be cool like if you actually kind of learned what all the names of the notes are i'm gonna try yeah, because like, yeah, the, the one, three, five thing or whatever, five, three, whatever yeah. it was is relative. Because yeah. if it's like, I don't, I don't know what the test was. Yeah, but. it was literally just a relative. Like it went from like, it literally starts off like, <laughs> which of these two notes is higher? And it oh. played them both four times and then it'd play one of them and mm-hmm. it's like A, you know, and it's good. Yeah. Because if you feel that, you're not getting, your ears are bad. Well, you're like, here's an interesting thing though, is like, if they're close enough to the octave point, it can be really tricky. Yeah, but these were not. Okay. These were like, this was, it was like the most basic, probably like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Okay. Now it's like, and then it, or it'd be like, here's A, ah, uh, here's B, ah. Uh. And, and then it'd play them and go, now which one is this? Ah. Uh. <laughs> and it's like A or B. If you guessed B, you're correct. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it would get into like, are these are the following notes ascending or descending? And you'd be like ah ah ah, and you'd have to like it play it. It, it gave you like four examples of each. Okay. And then it had to, and then it got a bit more like once it got to like relative pitch, it was like 
determining like if you assign each of the notes a number mm-hmm. what what was the, the number order okay and that's when i was like i'm too tired to like continue doing this is yeah. a, this is a 20 minute video I, uh, yeah and i clocked out no that's I really get cool new strings my bass man huh i think new strings my bass bass strings are expensive they're not like unaffordable it's just like a, a nuisance every time you have to change your string yeah well, I, haven't, I haven't had my bass for over a year i didn't <laughs> change them yeah. yeah no this do you do um, it yourself i do yeah the the black guitar over there i just changed last is week is it hard no because my i have a i have a homie jack he's like yeah i don't i can't i don't change it's a really muscle in there and i'm like where are you i feel like i could do that he might it depends on what kind of guitar he has like if he has a floyd rose or something like that really sucks or like but just on my my like 200 dollar mitchell bass no. that should be yeah because i'm just gonna probably get replacement bass copper mm-hmm. not copper but nickel yeah whatever the yeah. strings are yeah. What are the kind that you have on your face here? The green ones? Yeah. They're like, they're called like Dr. Color they're, they're or something. They're so groovy. Thank you. They're so fun. I honestly, I can't suggest them just because like they don't sound that this is good. Not a, this is not an endorsement of Dr. <laughs> Color's neon green bass strings. Oh, <laughs> I think it's Dr. Neon. Dr. Neon. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, like they're, they're fancy, like they're yeah. quirky or whatever. And the bass ones are definitely a lot better than the guitar ones. But I have the like the rainbow guitar ones where it's like they're all different colors. It's not just like one color. Yeah. And like the paint chips off. Yeah. So like your guitar just gets all covered in paint yeah. dust. I mean, it's probably really hard to like do that, make them in a way that it isn't that unless they're super expensive. Yeah. Because like <laughs> you're touch you're using those every day. Yeah. And you're literally touching the same like similar spots on the whole this ring every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. And you're like when you're doing bends and stuff, you're oh, literally yeah. just you're grinding literally just it off. Grinding your fingers. Like, yeah, it, it, it's on literally. You're like a, me- a piece the, of metal. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not like upset at them. It's just like I I don't recommend you get them yeah, if you're unless trying it's like for like a specific. Yeah, if you're trying to make it look cool, then yeah. sure, like they work and they look funny. But like, yeah. or like whatever. Like I think they look funny. They're co- they're so groovy. I love them. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like I would recommend just getting normal ones. But yeah. like if if you do just want the quirkiness of having colorful strings, yeah. that that's definitely something you could do. Yeah, I really need to. I've, like, noticed, too, like, how, like, it's it's tough when you, like, play them every day because it's such a gradual descent in the quality of, like, yeah. looking at when I first got it. Because mm-hmm. I was, you know, you're I'm to- totally new, but yeah. just the tone of the, even the bass, like, now it's, like, very, it sounds very different uh-huh. because the strings are older. And I was, like, Googling, it's, like, how often should you replace, like, strings in your bass? And it's, like, oh, every few months. It's, like, oh. Yeah here i am 14 months later <laughs> no and i'm high sure school, those were on the same guitar for, i'm sure those were on probably oh yeah, been on at least a year and a half long time because i don't know how many what was done before i bought it from guitar center but. yeah no like when i was in high school like i didn't have time to have a, a regular job like i worked for my dad sometimes yeah but that was just to pay off my truck like yeah. that wasn't yeah. going to me at all yeah. but um, you're still working no, yeah, like, I, I did stuff, yeah. but um, because of school and track and playing a sport yeah. every so year. So I can only work in the summers. Yeah. Like, you, you get it. Yeah. Um, I I made money by flipping guitars. Hell like yeah. I would buy them, fix them up, and then sell them for more. Hell yeah, dude. And because of that, I was, like, always in Guitar Center, and also just because I like going there. Um, but... I was in Guitar Center String Club where like once a month you get five bucks off a pack of strings. And there's some strings that are like $7. Yeah. 
So you get two dollar strings. Yeah. That's so tight. And like those ones, they don't last very long. But if you're placing them once a month, like it doesn't really matter. You uh, how much would you charge for a to replace your bass strings? To like no to like you were like you were turn like you were flipping guitars like yeah. oh like I would just buy them like buy a guitar and then fix it oh so it wasn't like people bring them to you. you'd buy an old guitar fix it up and mm-hmm. then sell it at a you'd yeah sell it or like it. trade it for a different hell one. yeah dude. yeah so that's that's how I made money Get in high school that, dude. just for fun that's just fucking cool it just it, that also took sorry, time sorry second no sorry. you're good okay. you're good um, it it took time and like effort and I had to like write a real good description and everything like yeah but it was fun yeah. Um, there's just isn't like a huge market for yeah. used instruments. You plan on doing it again soon? Let me film it because okay. I can get content out of that, and I need to update my videography portfolio. Sure, man. Which is the most pretentious thing I think I've said all week. Pretentious, what a word! I made fun of a character I was reading for in my acting class. They're like, this kid is the most like liberal arts. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do music and I do videography and I do acting and I, I um. <laughs> And the character's name is the artist, oh. and I called, I joked, I was like, yeah, kind of a pretentious name, and I got a laugh on my class. And my teacher was like, "This is a very acting teacher thing to say," and mm. she's wonderful. Yeah. The only that's teaching this class, but she's like, I give my mom, she's like, "Do you like this character? Like, do you like him?" And of course I do. I chose it, but I was like, "Oh, I tolerate him." as a joke because it's like I can I relate to him a lot. She's like, "I need you to love him." Wow. And I was like, "Oh no, I do. I was just I was just being an ass. I was being like a smart ass, like." She's like, no, because, like, the only way you can empathize with that pretension is if you love the guy. And I'm like, fine, man. I'll do it. I'll be, i be pretentious. Yeah. What are you going to, um, are you talking about putting out music? Are you going to be recording in here? When I record, like, my, like, your EP, EP or whatever? Yeah. I started recording in here. We're just in my, in my bedroom, but yeah. for legal reasons, we're not, but. We're not anywhere. Yeah. You know where we are? No, you don't. Yeah, you're exactly. Um, but yeah, like... I, We're in my bedroom. <laughs> I did record in here a bit. Like, I have a couple of tracks that are just, like, unfinished and stuff yeah. that are, like, on my computer right now that I've recorded just feet away from where I'm sitting right now and with, like, with in this my, mic in and everything. In, in my bedroom. bedroom, yeah. Yeah. It was weird when you were doing it and I didn't know you were recording and I just got home and recording in my room. Yeah. I'm going to keep a bit going. I'm going to keep it going. Go for it. Let's keep going. Um, but, like, it, it just, I don't know. It doesn't sound as good. Like, at, whenever I do record stuff in here, I'm like, you know, I know I'm going to re-record this later, so I never really kick it into that mode of, like, oh, I want to get it perfect. Yeah. So all my, my recordings are, like, meh. And I think that's kind of what makes them cool also. Is like if I was going to say, because this is, like, your college EP. Yeah. If you're going to, and this part is not verifiable. If you're gonna record them out of your college bedroom like <laughs> you know like it's gonna have that feel yeah. and i think that adds to it rather than takes away from i think it does too it's just like when i when i close my eyes and like throw my head back and i'm just thinking of like wow i'm listening to my song right now what do i want it to sound like yeah whatever i come up with isn't that sound yeah. and it's very very frustrating yeah. and are you like a perfectionist in that kind of way like, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure you can relate. I think but most I people think, can relate I also to think that. The thing too is like something I've been working on, and this is like, this is just the nature of being like. I notice this with everyone on our team because hmm. all of you, especially you stems, <laughs> are so. And I'm like this too because I was like in high school. I was, you know, I was in AP. Everything I was in, blah blah blah. I was like, you know, 
four-year varsity, two-year captain. I was, you know, 3.98 GPA. Whoa, like, not, not, honestly, it should have been a lot higher than that. Like, I kind of dogged it my last two years in high school. But see, even then, just that I'm mm-hmm. justifying something that doesn't matter. It's a 3.98. You're got in here, got a really good school. It's, yeah. it's like this, everyone, you know, everyone likes to think themselves as a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And everyone also understands that that's really just code for I'm too hard on myself in when I shouldn't be, <laughs> mm. which isn't always the case. I think it's important to hold yourself to a certain standard, especially yeah. if it's something you're proud of and you want to make. But I found that often that that distaste for like it not being exactly what you want can prevent people, including myself, from even doing it in the first place. And I would rather make a bunch of things that are okay to good in when I'm in my early 20s and late teens mid 20s i'm gonna give myself till at least i'm 70 <laughs> to be a novice um but it's like i'd rather put out more and continue to make things and, and refine them mm-hmm. neither that because i i know that like my perfect x is never gonna actually get here the things i'd be very proud of but it's never gonna be i'm never gonna like make anything or i'm like i'm done i don't want to make anymore that's all i wanted to ever do yeah and that's how like you look at like these like people that are like you know these famous musicians right and it's like you know it's like oh you could have a favorite song and the guy who recorded it and wrote it like say it's a what's your favorite song off the wall oh you can't do that to what's me? a song you like off the wall um comfortably numb comfortably numb right yeah there's i promise you there's a back there's a, there's a there's a commentary track where they're like well we wanted to do this initially and it's we're proud of how it turned out but it's always it's always it can always change things you know? yeah and it's like that's why I started like journaling stuff again, is because it's like that feels like I'm putting things out there, and no, I'm no one on God's earth is going to see those journals. Yeah, I hope that I, I don't ever become famous and people read my college journals. Yeah, because I'll be like, that's really that kid was a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Number three, and but I've just found that it's like I, even with journaling, I remember I remember I used to write. This is when Diary of a Kid was big, and I was mm. like eight, right? Yeah, I used to write as if there was like a someone like a reader yeah there's not gonna be a reader it's me it's for me yeah which is like is that selfish maybe but it's like who cares my journal i do the same thing yeah. like when i i recently like kind of started journaling again yeah. i don't do it very consistently yeah. but like whenever i'm writing i'm like what is the what who am i writing this for like i'm not gonna read this right now yeah maybe like if i find this journal in like 12 years well, you I'll know go what? Back i don't even it. i don't even write it with the intent of reading it ever again yeah anymore yeah i write to get like I can get very internally disorganized Mm -hmm. and I need to, whether it's a to-do list, whether it's my planner, whether it's, I need to put things on a page for them to become concrete. Like if I'm stressed about a girl Mm -hmm. that I met at the beach that won't text me back, even though she texts me first. Yeah. I can sit on that for two days and be cranky or I can write, that's a bummer that this girl's not texting me back, but I don't ultimately, it's not going to affect me in literally 40 hours from now. Yeah. And I get it out there. I get it out of my blob of non-recognized thoughts. Mm. And I think the same is, like you said, with like art stuff. Because it's like, you know, you want these songs that you love that you write to sound one way. But it's also like, bro, record them. And then next year, come back and re-record them. Yeah. You know, like, because I'm, I'm guessing the one about James on that, going to be on AP. Um, not, no. What's not, so, so... So would you, I... You, I remember you, I don't know if you posted anything about this EP, or you texted me something about this. I remember seeing something on one of your stories, and we talked about it. 
what's like the what's like the current idea so i have like two different four song eps laid out okay um the one that i would be putting out first has it's what i played for the your final project thing that's what yeah, that was yeah yeah that that's 10 beautiful. minutes that's was, beautiful. thank you yeah that's what that the that EP was called is. the ep what's the ep called um there's not a specific name right now i have it in my phone as c sharp ep because all the songs are in c sharp do you have an album you have an ep cover yet no when i have work, ideas send it to me and we can work on, i'll help you work on the cover okay I, if you'd I like if you'd like i know you do you know you can do other stuff but if you'd like help with the cover thank you i appreciate that yeah, yeah. i love that stuff too yeah no it's i used to, it's I used really to make fun. mock-up album covers with my friends yeah i did a photo shoot with um i don't yeah i don't think you ever met wayne he was one of my best friends in high school. Still is one of my best friends to this day. Um, he moved across the country, unfortunately. But uh, he came back over summer and we did a photo shoot for my album. Yeah. And we got a couple of really good ones. Yeah. So. Can you show me after this? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's just like, I'm, I kind of relate to Jack in that sense of like, I don't do this for recognition or for other people yeah. to perceive it i think he just doesn't i mean it's it's literally just he's like i just don't like being in front of people like mm. having to like perform i just that's just not it does not fill me with joy yeah it's not even he's like dislikes it he's like i just don't mm-hmm. it's just not something he'd ever want to do no yeah i get that and that's yeah. like kind of what I, how i feel with music and recording and putting it out there is like i know a few people that are like super super excited for me to put out my music and stuff and i'm like Okay, like the the motivation for me putting this out there isn't to get famous. It's not because I can't play it for myself anyway. Is because these people are like asking me to. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like that's such a, a low-hanging fruit. Yeah. But it's also, I think there is merit in like, because like you said, like I, I, I don't, I, I know you. I don't think part of you is like, it'd be cool to play music, but you're also like, I, I want to go into, you know, I want to be a doctor. I want to go, you know, you want to do yeah. that. You don't like, you're not like I need. I want to be a rock star. Yeah, but it's just something you enjoy, mm-hmm. and I think I think putting anything out because it's like, like you're saying like, you, it's not fully for yourself, mm-hmm. but yet you still have that part of your brain that's like it has to be perfect. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like there's no such thing, dude. <laughs> there's no such thing. Sure, things can be cleaned up. Yeah. But that can you can always you can always add you can always do that. Yeah. But it like it definitely can be much much better and that's the whole like college dorm thing is like the the reason why it's so it has characters because it's in the dorm like the music is good i think it's it's i love it but like that's not gonna be the you know the selling point or whatever it's gonna be because it's like oh this was like my college ep yeah or whatever yeah but whenever i get to that recording point i'm like trying to make it sound really really good and it just doesn't i'm like ugh. but another thing too is like i'm not i don't know how to produce very well and if i had someone who knew how to do then it would be so much easier it would already be done yeah so i think that's kind of i've I've been like meeting people one of my really good friends is a producer like i didn't really realize that yeah he could do that kind of stuff yeah um Shout out to Zach. I don't think he listens to this, but um, Zach, get your ass to the podcast, bro. Zach Zimmer. I feel like we were planning on having an episode together. We just never did one. Yeah. It'll come. Yeah, but um, yeah. So like, 
if I get someone who knows how to record and how to edit and stuff, like I can play m- music and I'm like, I'm not a great singer, but I can sing fine enough. You can sing. But you like, can sing. Relative to that. <laughs> yeah, but meh. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm just, meh. Yeah. Like, I can do that fine. Yeah. And if I have someone who knows how to make it cohesive and not just like a bunch of tracks that are playing at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Then like, then that's, yeah. I can get to a point mentally where I'm like, that's what yeah. I can put up. Because that will also, especially if it's recorded in here, mm-hmm. that'll maintain, the, or wherever we are, that'll maintain the feel of the college EP, but have a level of... Because what I thought you were saying was, like, it sounds too much like I'm a 19, 20-year-old. And I'm like, well, you are. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. But I understand what you're saying It's now. There's yeah. both. It's not even... that's But that's not even a perfectionist thing. You're like, I just want someone who knows what they're doing with this program to yeah. put it together for me. Yeah. That's that, like, that's totally fair. That's the main thing. And then the secondary thing is like if this is going to be out there for other people to hear, I obviously want it to be the best it can be. Yeah, obviously. Because I I can and do very often just grab a guitar and play my songs and yep. whatever. Like and that gives me joy. Yeah. The joy doesn't come from like oh, your song got like 500 views or like Yeah. Sure, cool man. Like you're like well that's also like it's not that doesn't feel quantifiable cuz yeah. it's like it's just a number on a screen. Mhm the same thing as like any social media yeah it's like cool dopamine thanks sick what else yeah like that's like why oh I can't say that I can't talk about this on the podcast hmm. I mean I'll tell you after okay. it's funny because I was having a similar conversation with Darcy today really about what we just talked about because she is very artistic yeah Darcy's our coach she's wonderful and she's retired Darcy's the best I she's kick ass and she does like she's her, she's very artistic she doesn't hmm. talk about it much in practice because talking about technique but, yeah but she um was telling me how because she every, i'm doing the alumni video yeah so i have like i have footage from after this week it's gonna be from like 2003 Jeez. to 2021 and even then i might have access it's probably close to like a terabyte of footage at this point oh my gosh and <laughs> i'm like sifting through it trying to put together this alumni video and cause she do, and Z's the one making the the, the this year's video, okay. so that'll play. It'll be like the highlights of the year, and then it's yeah. like they're gonna do the thing. This is after like after the meet of Blue Gold, and mm-hmm. then they're gonna show mine on the my big long alumni one. And um, she's telling me she's like, yeah, I always used to make the videos because she loves them. She loves doing it, but she gets so like lost in because you know she's not old, but she's you know her fifties or sixties, and it's like. The amount of paradigm technological paradigm shifts they've had to adjust to mm-hmm. is like it's something it's always something new. Yeah. Even today, like she gave me an old hard drive, and by old I mean maybe 2014, 2015. It's not even old, yeah. but that's old. Like, and then today there's these two. They're this big. It's about I'm holding my hands about the size of a VHS tape, and they're the, the, they're like 500 gigs hard drives, and we're trying and they wouldn't like register on our computers, so she has to take them in and get them looked at, and it's like, she's like I loved it. It was just so much effort learning the software mm-hmm. when I'd rather just be doing the fun part. I'm like, I know that's the, that's the bummer about, that's the cool thing. And the bummer about like modern, like it's like, it's like you can produce your own stuff and you can, but can you be the best at all of them that you need to be and get, no, who has time? Who, you do not have time to like become, but like, like you cannot put as, you could not put as much time right now, at least into producing as you do in the music, as you do in the school, as you do in track. Oh yeah. No. I can't. That's even... why we make friends. Yeah. Oh, damn, I have this, like, knot right here. Oof. I'm probably going to have to grasp it out at home. I have a 
a handheld roller if you want. Yeah, I see it. Thank you. I'll use it one more. It's Quick. funny as you were like, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, I, I was like, it's just going to come out. Yeah, it always does. It always does, dude. Funny would be if you get here someone and they're just like, I, um, yeah. I really hope Ooh. that this double mic setup is working because... I think we'll be fine. I think it will. Because I'm going to come back regardless and record with you. Yeah. So that... <laughs> That's going to be so annoying. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is that bothering you at home? <laughs> oh, that's squeaking. It's the, uh, that's the roller. Um, we're, we'll probably close pretty soon here yeah. anyway. We're at what, like, probably 50 minutes? 56, yeah. My internal clock's been out of loop, dude. I usually... That can... was very accurate. Yeah, but, like, I used to be, like, within, like, I used to consistently get within, like, a minute or two. Really? Yeah. I think I'm kind of that way. Yeah. Like, I, I can see the screen, I can see yeah. that it was 56. I literally had it where I'm, like, people, what time is it? I'm, like, probably, like, 9.04. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, oh, no way. When yeah. I just played off, I'm like, yeah, it's like, I really get internal clock. I have that, but like, instead of with time, it's like how tall people are or like how old people are. Yeah. Maybe not the age thing as much because that can be pretty like vague, but like height, yeah. I have a very good gauge with just my good, eyeballs. You got a good physics brain. I don't even know if I'd gauge. say that. You just gauge space. You're really good at spatial reasoning. Yeah, if that's yeah, a thing, yeah. I'm good at that. Facial reasoning, yeah. Like, how tall do you think this is? Um, I'm going to say foot and a half. I was going to say 18 inches, too. Yeah. This is about six. One, two. Yeah, I'd say... I have a ruler. Do you? Yeah. yeah. You look how I immediately knew this was six inches. <laughs> I know, I didn't want to say Don't that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Pretty close. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, like, what comes to mind is, I don't even know what it was. It was. They're gonna be like, what are they? What are they doing? <laughs> I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> measure this. How long is it? Foot and a half. Uh oh. <laughs> Honestly, like because they can't see what we measure, we could have just said, oh yeah, that's like seventeen point six inches. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Kyle actually we... got it exactly right. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm just perfect. You are. Thank you. You are. Um, yeah, I was. I was mentioning. Wayne before right yes um when he was about to move across the country he moved like right at like a month or two after COVID hit yeah so I had just moved to Oceanside and um he was about to move to um North Carolina mm-hmm. and it was like right at the time when AP tests were and everything and the day before he moved or maybe it was two days before I don't even remember but we we being me and a couple of his other like really close friends kind of organized this thing where we pulled up to his house and had like a, a movie type of night thing where like we put the projector like in the back of my truck and yeah. projected on his garage and like played his favorite song when we pulled it and we like yeah. totally surprised him Aww. it was super fun and we were just hanging out in his garage and he had some sort of like i don't i really have no clue what it was hanging off of like the ceiling yeah but um we were i saw it and we were just kind of guessing like what the volume was and i got it almost exactly 
because it was like just about the size of a gallon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's probably like 120 something ounces. Yeah. And like I got on a ladder and looked and yeah. it was like 128. And I was like, dude, that is insane. And everyone was genius. They were just like the rest of the people that were there. It was like maybe six people or something. Yeah. They were just like, cool. Like, how do you know that? But like, also not that interested and i was sitting there just so impressed with myself guys that was sick what i just did yeah like i mean sure (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're i mean it was like you did get it correct yeah (laughs) that's funny it was just like it was one of those things where it was just so oddly specific yeah but like i was the kid that always had a gallon jug like every day so you knew yeah you're hydrated you're hydrated and ready to guess. Dude, I was the most hydrated person on campus, I think, for all of us. <laughs> I was school. always peeing. <laughs> I, dude, I was. Like, it was... That's what I always forget. When I eat the amount of food, drink that water I have, I'm always like, why am I doing all this? What am I doing about There was a few times where, like, I had finished my gallon jug before the, like, before my last class was over, and yeah. I had only peed, like, once or twice that day. Yeah. And, like... We'd be taking a, a spelling test or something yeah. for like our, our words of the week, our vocab words. And all my advanced English two kids know what I'm talking about. And I would be like, I'd push the limit to where like I would just be about to pee my it's pants. It's all you can think about. Yeah. No. You, it's it just, you versus, it's literally like, it's like how, it's like you turn into a, a, a test of will. Yeah. And it was, it was like, the most pointless test of all it got to the point where no matter how strong my will was my body physically wouldn't be able to hold it yeah yeah and i never peed myself but i almost did like five times and the worst thing about that space is like the walk to the bathroom hurts because your body like you can't stand up fully up straight when you have to be like like you're so you're like walking awkwardly out of class like where's kyle going and it's like that's a brave man there was like you know the battle he was just fighting. <laughs> I would be like sweating. That man has been like, <laughs> that man was saving us from a flood for the last forty five minutes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're sweating, thinking that will get water out of your body, thinking of the pee list, but that's not at all how that works. Well, it kind of does from your bladder. No, but like oh, your I mean, your anti diuretic hormone is what signals your body to like. Yeah, I'm anti diuretic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of diuretics, even though I literally am a caffeine addict. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's just, it's the same hormone, I think, that, like, triggers sweat or yeah. something. I don't know. I'm not super yeah. good at yeah, that. Yeah, I never pee. I just sweat it out. Yeah. Because, like, your sweat is, ugh, your sweat is just urine without the thing that makes urine yellow. Yeah. So, it's the same thing. High fructose corn syrup. Yeah, pretty that's much. That's so. That's what it is. <laughs> Pee is stored in the ball. <laughs> yes, you can trust me. I'm a urologist. I'm a urologist. I'm from. I studied in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're American and living here, what are you in the bathroom? European. Oh my gosh, that's a good one. That was the first time I heard that it was on Everybody Loves Raymond, and I was like, "That is." That was that's, like seven. That's a show. And I like turned to my mom, and I was like, "That was the funniest joke I've that's... ever heard in my life," and I'm gonna tell that to everyone I know. Yeah. That's how I talked when I was seven. Yeah. Hello, mother. Hello, mother. That was a very funny joke that I just Hello, heard. Hello, mother. If you're American in the living room, what are you in the bathroom? <laughs> European. <laughs> Do you understand? I imagine just like seven-year-old you. Like, mother. 
Hello. Kind of turn away from me, Mama. You're European. I sure it'd be voice acting for me, I think. You know Finn, right? Yeah. Yeah, his older brother's voice acting. Is he like it? Huh? Is he like it? Yeah. He's I've like always be fun. good at it. Yeah. Like really good at there's it. There's a chance. You asked me earlier today where I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a chance I moved to LA for like a year or two. I have a friend that's family is like a condo. She's like pursuing acting. My oh. dad, my dad's literally like, dude, why not? Like, yeah. You'll get a job after. Like if it, worst case scenario, you just get a, another good job. <laughs> You're like, I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is like, if you do get a long-term job in LA, then you have to like live in LA. Uh, I'm going to go shape my way out of there. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Yeah. No, my, my dad has worked in LA since before I was born. Yeah. And he still does, but he lives in San Diego. Yeah. And that's just, just that's the fucking way to do it, man. That is the way to do it. Just a three-hour commute. He commutes. It's not like, uh, even post-COVID, it's not like it's remote. Well, he's a firefighter, so like he'll that do, makes, okay. he'll do like so three days on, like four yeah, days off. Can't or fight whatever. fires through Zoom. Yeah, I mean, he could. <laughs> it wouldn't be very effective. Just, guys, can you please mute I yourself? Your a firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Why we were on the bus last week and you saw a fire truck and you're like, there's a good chance my dad's on there. Well, was my brother. Your brother. You know, you didn't say dad. You said there's a good chance I know someone on that fire truck. Oh, because we were in Marietta. Yeah. Yeah, we were driving or through. Or wherever Kyle's from. I don't find the same from Marietta. I'm not. Well, you're not from there, so. I'm not fine with you saying you're from there. Oh, well, I already have. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I did the, the fire explorers thing there. Going into my senior year, that little plaque there is the Silver Nozzle Award. That's The, the what? Is that, that's what's on the end of fire hazard the nozzle yeah okay that's uh it's kind of like a a pretty big prestigious yeah and there's uh, only one person get it in like the it was one day for or one person for every day of the fire academy and how many of you how many days is it five how many were there five that's sick yeah oh so did everyone get one no 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 oh no sorry there were like it was five of the silver nozzle awards and that's what i was like, saying how many like I, like because you're like it's pretty prestigious and it's like how many how many days were there five how many people went oh five how <laughs> many people went there were um i want to say there were a good like 40 yeah, kids that's fucking badass. um and like five out of 40 isn't like that it's impressive crazy but like in general the silver nozzle award is like pretty yeah pretty it's good. not an odd thing it's not just it's fucking cool to get that yeah no they could choose not to give one no on yeah any they, given day Mm-hmm. They'd be like, nope, you guys suck. I got it for the Tuesday. Hell yeah. yeah. What day of the camp was that? Two. Two, two. Yeah. You were like, I'll, all right, I'm going to let them warm up day one. I'm going to really show out day well, two. Well, day one, I was like in the running for it. And then day two, I just popped what do you, off. Is it just, what is it? What do you guys do? It's like, it's for like leadership stuff. It's for physical like strength stuff. It's for just being good and being like attentive or whatever like just being good at firefighting things yeah. and yeah. a lot of the firefighting stuff is just attitude and like yeah. how you go about challenges and yeah. everything um and on tuesday we started the day with pt which is not physical therapy but physical training yeah and we're, we're running around and as you're running you're doing like the chance or whatever where you're like one person will be the call out like the the triton thing like yeah. where, where yeah. you're in the middle and you're doing like an Indian run type of thing, yeah. or like a single file run. Yeah. And some person's that was very PC of you, guys. Wow, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, I told you, I have uh, my uncle's fire chief from the night. Oh, that's cousins. right. Yeah, I have two yeah, cousins yeah. That are firefighters. I have one who's like, you're, you're, because you're 20. Yeah. He's just turned 21, 
so he's a little bit older than me. Okay. But he's his older brother's a firefighter, and I don't know if he's still in school for it, but yeah, it's kick ass. We have his house. He's like, I got a tourniquet today. You want to see it? I have so a tourniquet. And I'm like, yeah. He's like putting it on. He's like, I'm gonna do it to you. And I go, no. Okay. Everyone's like, oh yeah, it hurts so bad. And then you get it, and because everyone hypes it up, it's not it's bad. not that bad at all. It's not, is it uncomfortable? But not does it hurt? Yeah. yeah okay. Like if it's even like not that uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like ow. Okay. It's the same thing as like getting a, a needle, like a, a shot or something. Yeah. That's why I say getting a tattoo was. Yeah. My first tat. It was like. Because in like you grew up watching movies and hear people that's like it's like people are like ah they're like they're like freaking out while getting it and like it yeah it hurts especially if it's a long one because mm-hmm. it's like you get like your skin gets really irritated mm-hmm. and so it starts to like be really sensitive and then the needle starts to hurt more but you're also like going through that fatigue of like your body's tired of like responding and like getting to rest and responding but it wasn't there's was never a point where I was like anything over like ah you know what I mean yeah. Like, it was like, I was like, yeah, I can handle it. Like, I used to run cross-country, I can handle it. This is easy. You did cross-country? Yeah, like one year. Wow. And then, it, I didn't, I only quit because I was like... I'm a I, sprinter coach. I literally quit because I, I already knew going to high school that I was like a good sprinter. Hmm. I just knew that I was little, like light, and had never been taught, like, besides by my dad, who knows what he's doing. My dad had never really, like, he's like, you're just basic sprinting, but I don't want to, like, specialize when you're young because you're going to get too, like into it and yeah get, you know so he taught me the bait like what i needed and like you made sure i had fun rather than taking it super seriously but I, I ran like i'd run like two or three halves by that time and so i went out for cross which was really fun but uh lost some toenails in the process because it was, it was brutal it was we'll, we'll talk about it that some other time but like then i finished and i went to my first season track and i i ran like a 52 5 as a freshman Okay. So, I went to my cross coach and I was like, "Hey, like I love the team and I love running, but like I want to do this collegially." And mm-hmm. we have two guys that are in the forty eights and they're seniors this upcoming year. So I'm like, "I'm probably gonna train with them in the off season." And he was like, "Nah." He was like mad at me. He wasn't mad at me, but he like I could tell he was like bummed. Yeah. I felt bad, and he like I got like a angry email, but I was like, I don't have to stay on the team, man. I kind of want to. He was a cool guy. I liked him. He just you know he wanted. We had a really decent freshman cross squad because mm-hmm. I was like I had bronchitis all season but I opened up with like a 17 minute something and I was running like 18, 19 the rest of the year okay. and then we had guys that were like about that and we had a couple freshmen that were like 17, 16 so if we had stayed in we could have been like a good unit so I think he was just bummed that yeah that I wasn't like the best distance runner so I was like yeah, you can you can spare me <laughs> you don't need me that's how I feel with Jav a little bit we're like First time ever throwing jab in competition, I throw 52. Yeah. And then just like, I haven't thrown over 50 for the entire season other than that. I think this year too, it's still, I know we're back to like regular training mostly, but it's still like not, we're still coming out of a year of like Yeah. Weirdness. Well, like I've never done this before either. Like I'm not really too hard on myself because I still don't know how to do it. Because it's like, like, it's fun, but I'm not going to be a nag. Yeah. Like Jav, it does suck knowing that like a month ago or two months ago or whatever, I threw way farther than I've been throwing. Yeah. But also like, one like that hurt my shoulder when I yeah. did that because I didn't throw it correctly. Yeah. I just threw it harder. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're also coming back from like like on probably I'm guessing it's like a micro level like you might be you might be healthy but. Yeah. 
it's probably not fully recovered. Oh, that shoulder? Yeah. I mean, I think that hasn't really been preventing me from doing much. Like, I do have a leg thing, like yeah. an IT band thing that really sucks with Jav. <sighs> Two more of these, baby. Yeah. Do a leg, get a rest for a bit. Mm-hmm. I know I need that. Yeah. I need that chill. But, yeah, I do... When I get my form right, I definitely have the length and the, like, the speed and the brain to throw jab very yes. far. Yes. I just, it, my body isn't caught up to that yet. Yeah. So. It'll come. You have time. Yeah. You have a lot of time. To skewer the grass. Yes. Throw the spear. Bump it to the sky. Should we call it? We should. Okay. Yeah. We should do this again soon. We should. Thank you for being on here, man. Thanks for having me, man. This is fun. This, isn't it's it a good fun? Time. Yeah. It's I need to get time. a mic like yours. I'll send you a link. Yeah, thank you. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate that. Let me know what you want to hear me talk about and what kind of guests you want to hear in the future. Um, I think I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, bye, bitches. See you guys.